Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Get, Get Stoked! Get Stoked! <laughs> With your host, Ty. Evan. Trent. And uh, this week we'll be plugging into the virtual world of video games as we discuss some of our favorite uh, titles and bash our least favorite companies. Right, episode four. All right, so contrary to uh, foreshadowing in previous episodes, we are not doing AI this week because uh, let's just say we had a scheduling a scheduling mishap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we'll we'll, yeah, we'll call yeah. it that for yeah. the sake of him. There was a schedule, but <laughs> it just didn't work <laughs> out. But uh, so anyway, this week we're going to talk about video games. <laughs> um, we're all experienced pro gamers here. I I would say um, you know the best. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Typically, you know, you know <laughs> we do, we don't play in pro leagues because we don't want to like we don't want to we don't want to shit on them, you know. Yeah, and none of us dyed our hair, so we can't be successful. Yeah, like Ninja. Well, but you, it's not like a crazy yeah, color. Yeah. It's not like oh man, it's electric blue. Look Aren't I so interesting? Yeah. yeah. So actually, okay. While you're yelling at kids over <laughs> Fortnite, yeah. The fuck you say to me? If you're not a huge video game fan, I am sorry. We're gonna be talking about it for an hour. But hey, stick around. You might find something interesting. Maybe you'll have a new appreciation for video games by the end of it. Or maybe you'll have a worse appreciation. Yeah, maybe you'll be like, oh god, goes. if these guys are on there, I may as well avoid it with you know everything I have. So, um, yeah. All right, so um, let's let's um, just start off by like, uh, what games are we excited for that are coming out? That are coming out. Uh, I really like Outer Worlds. It's already out. Um, it's got good reviews too. It does. It's it's a sci-fi role-playing single player, and it's been described as like Skyrim or Fallout, which are my favorite game franchises in space. Well, that's a, that's a controversial. <laughs> they just they completely shit on Bethesda. Yeah, Obsidian yeah. was like, "Hey, fuck you guys. We can make a better game than you." Yeah, but we'll get into that later when we decide to bash on companies on we don't companies. like. Yeah, yeah. So, what about you, Trenton? Yeah. Uh, speaking about a company that everyone loves, it's a little darling of the video game industry. CD Projekt Red. They make the Witcher series. Oh, do they? Uh, yeah. So that's why everyone that. adored them because The Witcher Three was a fantastic game. Um, they're making a new game that's probably the one I'm most excited for, and that's Cyberpunk 2077. They actually, part of the reason why I'm so excited is they, one of the heads, leaders of the game, they hired him. He was the guy that designed the original role-playing game. That's cool. So oh, he wow. designed Cyberpunk 2020, and they got him on board to design elements of 2077. I'm buying that game solely for Keanu Reeves. That's the only reason <laughs> you know what I just realized? What? Cyberpunk 2020 and 2077 is releasing in 2020. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. It took me so a while. Uh, the meme used to be Cyberpunk 2077 is going to actually release in 2077 because it took uh, so long. Yeah. Those, well, are they releasing on July 7th? No. Because it's, 77, 77. It's May like 29th or something oh, like that. Okay. Not that bad. That's a missed opportunity. I'm just saying. I mean, geez. Skyrim released on 11 11. I will talk about more about how these guys operate after Evan. After, once we yeah. get. Yeah. 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 So I'm excited about both of those games as well, but I'm also really looking forward to uh, the new Star Wars game. Oh, is the that the open world one? Okay. Yeah. It's made by um, Respawn, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's still sure. tied to EA, which is unfortunate, but. And response to it, right? Yeah, they're doing all right with Apex and stuff. I mean, they're still kind Apex of Apex timeful. Yeah, so I'm excited for that. I, I like the idea of an open world. I loved um, uh, the Force Unleashed. Yeah, it wasn't open world, but it's fun fucking game. I so. don't know how they're gonna make an open world. 
game, though. I'll figure it out. Like, they're really good at making shooters and stuff. It like might that. be, like, Destiny. Particularly movement-based stuff. Yeah, like, where you travel planetary is yeah. not truly open, but there's... Yeah, we'll see. I, like I said, it's like big open levels, but nothing else passing. Because yeah. that's the way Metro, the new Metro was. Like, it would give you, like, every level had, or every mission had its own level mm. for it. And then it was just a big open area, mm-hmm. and you could traverse, like, and do side missions while doing the campaign. So it was, it was pseudo open world where yeah. it was like, there's big sections that you can play around in, but at the end of the day, similar to Borderlands. Yeah, yeah, you have to go down that way. Mm-hmm. Um, Actually, now that we're kind of on that topic, what was the video game that really sealed it for you guys? Like, what, what do you mean? As what kids? made you want to keep playing video games? Because I think everybody has that one defining game that, like, they remember with the most nostalgia. Halo Three. Yeah. Halo. 3. I started with. Um, well, I was playing on a PS2 as a kid, but none of those games really stuck to me. But like, then I got Halo, and then when I got my Xbox, I got Halo Three at a yard sale. And uh, that's kind of what it was like, oh, shit, this is actually, like, legit. But I, I did, the, my first M-rated game was um, Modern Warfare, like, the first one. Oh, like, uh, yeah. Uh, it was always fun times begging your parents to buy you a game. The dad would always do it because he doesn't give a shit. Oh. But the mom was like, no, my it's son violence. can't be fine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I had to convince my mom for weeks to let me get GTA Five. I told my parents that there was a paintball mode in, <laughs> in um, Modern Warfare, so it would turn all the blood to the paintballs. I, yeah, they believe negligence is really no. Great, I think they, I think they just stopped caring because I remember oh. it was a birthday gift. Like I got a PlayStation and I had like a couple of games on there, and then they bought me uh, MW two, and I was like, this is the start. Yeah, <laughs> Modern Warfare was definitely like defining multiplayer that was for a me. Great mm. game, but uh, my original game that I always played was the original Tony Hawk's Pro Skater uh-huh. on oh, PlayStation right, right. One. Um, which is kind of sad because it's like I couldn't invite anyone over to play with, so I just plug in two controllers so I could play graffiti by myself. Oh my gosh! But it was fun. It was yeah. good times. Minecraft too was a big one. Oh yeah. See, I didn't get into that till like middle school. Same. But uh, I was when it when it did. Game. It was like the thing to play. Like I remember so many nights after school just playing Minecraft for hours, and it wasn't even that far developed then. But like we could yeah. still play forever. No, I got the original Minecraft whenever it was first released. So mm. like in its alpha state. Where you could only like food wouldn't stack at all, yeah. and you didn't have any hunger, no XP or anything like that, and zombies dropped feathers. But it was like if I could go back to those days yeah. in my life, I would, because that was like the most surreal, blissful yep. thing. Because you know, whenever you start playing video games, there's always a point where they're magical. Yeah, you know? yeah. Where it's like, I don't. How is this even happening? Like I'm pushing buttons and things are happening on the screen. Now I'm a bit more jaded. I'm a bit older where I'm yeah. like, they're just trying to make money. Yeah. yeah. You know, you always want to go back to that nostalgia state of like the games that you played. Like I even had that kind of feeling with Fortnite when I first started playing it. Like it was genuinely fun. And it, I think they kind of recaptured it again now because it's, it's not as chaotic, but like, uh, you know, I like thinking back to those times too, where it's like, wow, this was like so much fun. Like, but I think that's, that's something that it's frustrating for me. I am a huge fan of, um, open world role-playing games so specifically like skyrim and fallout right. and it's one of those things where i can keep going back and keep playing and i do but the more times you run through it the more times you see everything the mm-hmm. less that magic yeah. holds yeah. and so like it sucks because they those take so long to develop that you usually get tired of it before the new one's out you think um uh people who like play video games for a living get that same feeling where it's like it's almost lost its magic because they're doing it 
every single day. I know if it was me, I would. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if I would still hate the job, like, at the end of the day, but I would definitely get burned out. Well, the problem is video games. a lot of the YouTubers get stuck on a certain game. Yeah. Like, and I feel like that's what like that's what happens with Fortnite. Like, a lot of them are on Fortnite, like, because, like, that's what everybody's watching. They're kind of right. forced to play that to make their living because that's all the kids want to see, like... They don't care about new games. They just want to see what what's new in the newest Fortnite update, which is really unfortunate because I feel bad for some of these people who, who play these games because it's like they have to do this and they have to keep playing the same stupid game. Right. I uh, I know for me in particular, like after playing a, a multiplayer game for so long, I just get a hankering just to play a good single player game where it's mm-hmm. just me by myself with mm-hmm. headphones on, like late at night getting scared to death by an alien. Yeah. Just getting pulled into another world. Yeah. Yeah. Where multiplayer is just, it always kind of breaks the immersion to some extent. It's always in your face that you are yeah. playing against other people. And it's frustrating yeah. sometimes, too. Like, I get frustrated so much with, yeah. with Overwatch. Oh, yeah. so I just want to fucking put it down. It's like, I can't do this anymore. And I'm, like, screaming at people, like, messaging them, calling them dumb or stupid because they can't play the fucking game. <laughs> we, uh, <laughs> we recently have been playing a lot of Apex Legends. And it's just been, like, we've had a, a rough couple of days yeah. on it. And it was silly too because we weren't even playing like ranked. It was within like two minutes it was of us all getting online one with game. each other, and we dropped the first game. After we dropped, we immediately died. We hop into the second game, and there's like a little bit of squabbling, and then within five seconds of hitting the ground, it's just utter pandemonium. Like everyone's just mad. Yeah, I quit. I just turned off my Xbox. Josh followed suit, and I was like, "All right, now I have to say sorry." Because yeah, I remember when I made you quit the one game. Um, what game was that? I was playing Apex on stream. I made you quit. Oh yeah, that's right. I forget what you did, but it pissed me off. Yeah, I forget too. But um, well, yeah. you guys did that to me too one time. What? You guys kept pinging. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we kept the survey beacons. Yeah, and then I just quit because I was like, "Fuck you guys." But um. I would like to, real quick, before we go into any more about specific video games, there's kind of a misunderstanding, I think, between people who play video games and people who don't. What do you guys say to people who are like, that's a waste of time? Uh, nothing's a waste of time yeah. if you're enjoying it yeah. and it's not harming you at the end of the day. Because it's scientifically proven that video games are beneficial. Yeah. Granted, you can still get addicted to video yeah. games. You can get addicted to literally anything. But just because you're sitting in front of a screen doesn't make it any different from, you know, looking at your phone. That's what I was going to say. Or, you know, if you're really going to hammer down on people playing video games too much, you should be the one that's going outside for five hours a day, you know, reading books and stuff like that. And the majority of the time, they're not. The majority of the time you hear that and they're like, oh, they're just watching Netflix. On Facebook, yeah. 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 um, They're complaining about it online. Yeah, Yeah, it's like, I see it as a form of entertainment. So, like, regardless if you like to read you know, whatever you like to do, that's entertainment to you. This is entertainment to someone else. So, plus, wow. I always find it hard to explain to people who don't play. But whenever you particularly play with your friends, it's it feels like hanging out. It does because pe- everyone's interacting mm-hmm. in this world, even though it's very just limited. virtual. Yeah, just yeah. because it's a virtual world, and you're all talking to each other. And some games even have like half the mouth movements and stuff yeah. like that, where it's like I can look at Ty and I can see. Uh, ties emotions just by the way his character yeah. is moving, the yeah. way he's looking around and stuff like that. Yeah, it's like um, I can tell whenever Josh is confused playing Apex because yeah. he'll just spin around. His character and... will just go in a circle. <laughs> um, for me, that's something too. Like, 
it's it's usually people who would like talk on Facebook for hours or text people or like FaceTime right. who are like, you know, it's so antisocial. And so, well, the difference is I'm still talking to my friends, but we're also doing something constructive together. Yeah. yeah. And we're creating memories. The only memories that you have in that conversation space online are is the conversation itself. On top of that, we have triumphs. We have failures. We yeah. have the stress. We have yelling at each other. Yeah, about yeah funny moments. Like, yeah. There's so much there. It, it, it allows you to interact with each other when you aren't able to do it in person. Yeah. After, after a while of doing it, you genuinely like get old and you look back at your times and you're like, man, that was really fun whenever all three of us were just sitting in a room trying to get like apex champions, you know, yeah. like just yelling at each other. It's mm-hmm. like two o'clock in the morning in the dorm room, you know? Yeah. It's, it's a way of connecting with people. Like, you know, I've seen stories of guys who were like met online and then became really good friends and then finally met in real life. It's like, yeah, it's a great way to connect. Like regardless of how you look at video games, it's like, it's a you're making connections with people all, all the time. So it's you were with one of my um yeah really good friends Jake uh, Jake and you guys bonded yeah. online. God, I went out to dinner with him, just him and I. So like it, it doesn't take much to to meet people. Like yeah, it's a great experience. Like I said, Jake's a good friend of mine now, and I met him on Minecraft. By the way, hi Jake, if you're listening. Um, but uh, so what do we want to get into next? I don't know. What do you guys want to? Uh, I'd say let's uh let's let's just talk about some of our favorites and our uh, favorites. Yeah. Uh, modern favorites for me is definitely Apex, just because I don't know. There's something, um, so captivating about a battle royale format where it's like every time it's it's random yeah. and there's like that element of luck where you're like, man, I'm gonna you know pick this spot and get the best gear in the game, and then I'm gonna just obliterate everyone else that I run into. And I think that's why you like Fortnite to an extent. But I do think with those games in particular, they can be kind of harmful to kids because particularly in Fortnite, they're free, but they have like skins and high cost skins where it's like you have kids who are like, man, no one wants to be a default, you know, no one, no no, one wants to be playing. I mean, but at the same time, you've got to give it to the company. Like they got to make money somehow. Yeah. But I'm fine with that as an adult. But as a kid, as a kid, they don't. I know. wouldn't reconcile that, mm-hmm. and I don't know if there's any way to fix it. I couldn't tell you if there was. It. I think it has to do with not to transition into the company thing, but I think the format of monetization has changed in gaming. Yeah, it used to be games you are pay, a platform. You pay an upfront mm-hmm. cost, and then the game is yours. And now it's free, but you have to continually pay to keep up with the current. Yeah status of the game yeah and i think they do a good job of that with like on like online like trying like not condemn but like almost make people feel bad for not having any skins it's like there's a whole social stigmatism around not having a skin it's like oh your default you suck at the yeah you suck at the game if you have a default skin so it encourages people to want to buy skins and it's like that's kind of ridiculous like Mm -hmm. you know kids aren't asking for toys anymore they went hey mom can you get me v bucks for christmas it's like yeah and i i went to give my nephew like a 20 dollar gift and i was like give whatever you want he was like I'm going to get a PlayStation gift card. I'm going to pump that right back into Fortnite. Yeah. Aww. And I don't blame him because back in the day, I was trading in games mm-hmm. to buy Minecraft skins, yeah. the new Minecraft pack that came out. But I look at that and I go, oh man, like $20. I mean, I do it now as yeah, an adult. But you but also work. And you yeah, have. that's because that's I, I realize the well, importance also- of the giving the game yeah. back money. So it continues to be profitable and you can continue enjoying the thing you love. Because some of us have, like, literal days 
sunk into some yeah. of these games. Oh, yeah. Where it's like they've given me more than enough entertainment for me to give them back. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Money. And it's not ridiculous. Like a battle pass is three months and yeah. it's like and 10 And you get bucks. a bunch of shit. Yeah. Yeah. And they yeah. give you the opportunity to get another one. So yeah. it just – but the problem is kids are like, ooh, look at this new skin in the store. I want this. And it's like, it's like you know, you could spend that $20 on a skin or you could put it towards another game where you could get the full – like a full game experience. Like my friend had – for his birthday got like $80 for Xbox cards. He got – he spent all of it on Fortnite. I'm like, oh, dude, that's like two, oh, three good games. God. Like why would you do that? Like there's so many good games out there that like give you a great experience, like a fun time. And like I'm not going to bash Fortnite because like I said, it's fun. Um, not at least nowadays, but um, and it, it's a good game to play, and it's a lot of fun. But at the same time, it's like you could be experiencing more than just jo- jumping just into, that. yeah, like yeah, like experience some story. Like I, I like multiplayer, but there are great games out there with really good story. Like, Absolutely, and I think that's the other problem. People don't give indie games enough of a good of a try. That's why I love uh, playing on PC because like every day you can be like, you can go in the humble bundle and be like, here I'm gonna give 15 bucks and get like 20 indie games mm-hmm. and just blast through them one by one even if they're like two hour experiences yeah, it's still so, so experiences yeah we did we you and i played a free game um called we, we were, were here, here. yeah and it's an indie game it i still want to get the second free one. we're now we're considering purchasing the second one it was only what two hours maybe yeah. of um play time but it it, ta- it was a story and we had great yeah. moments in it it's you're, you're trapped in a castle in the middle of this like Blizzard. Arctic, yeah, and wasteland. one of you is exploring the castle, and the other one is in a library, and you have to solve puzzles oh, cool. by communicating. But um, you can speak to one another, but it's through a walkie-talkie, and only one of you can be speaking at the same time. Because like, oh. if you both talk, it cancels out. Yeah, okay. Uh, cool. The game literally will be like your own party chat. Turn that. You off. need to turn it off. Really? You have to be, yeah. That's so awesome. for the first few minutes, we were just sitting there in silence, and then all of a sudden, you get your walkie-talkie, and you're like. Trenton? And it's like, Ty? It's like, yay! That sounds awesome. It's, it's it a was really a really cool experience. cool experience. It's I found it really fun, too, just because I like to hand things up, you know, mm-hmm. to be more entertaining than you would be if someone just reacting. So, like, there were points where I'd be like, oh, <laughs> shit. The shit out it's, of me. It's, it's, it's coming for me, Ty, because I know he can't see what I'm seeing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like, I know it's over walkie-talkie, so it adds that extra, like, layer. Oh, yeah. And it was yeah. just a super fun experience of... <laughs> yelling at Ty yeah, to start pushing buttons. Here's me like, trying to push random buttons and make them do things. And he's like, it's getting closer. And I'm like, just pressing buttons. And the, the It was a marionette. It was a puppet, yeah. like, gliding yeah. towards me. And I was And then I'm, like, behind the stage, and you have to put out certain props that go along with the story that he's seeing, but I'm not hearing. Yeah. So it was, like, this whole thing. And I was like, it's the fucking queen out. Yeah. And it's a shame that, like, not, not a lot of people support these these smaller companies. That's... Like, everybody's so brand loyal to like, oh, new mm-hmm. Call of Duty's coming out. Gotta get that. It's like, that's why, that's the only way I would condemn like a Fortnite or Call of Duty. And I can't even condemn them. I guess it's more commending the, condemning the people that plays them. Uh, because it's like, you are pushing the industry in a very bad direction yeah. mm-hmm. where it's just, look, sure, they're fun, but their main focus yeah. is just grabbing like, yeah. as much money as possible. But people don't realize this video games are also an art form. So there are plenty of experiences that are like groundbreaking trippy, just like, it's almost like looking at an emotional painting, you know? Yeah, absolutely. You're just engrossed in it and thought and stuff like that. And people aren't experiencing them. There's well, that's why, Oh God. That's why I hate kind of hate the call of duty games. Cause like you see a new one every single year Mm -hmm. and it's like, you know, you have the resources of such a mass, like you have so much resources and money to make a different game. 
but because they, it's a crack for these people. Like they'll buy it because they know it's another Call of Duty. So instead of like making a new game, they're like, let's just keep them hooked on what they already love. And it's like, yeah, because it's what? easy. Yeah, because it's easy and it's lazy. It's like, like there's no like nobody ever plays a fucking campaign. I'm pretty sure they've gotten rid of it at this point. No, they brought it back. Did they? I mean, zombies was always good in Call of Duty. Like I used to love Black Ops Zombie, but then they overcomplicate it, make it too like. And it's just like you're trying all these things, but you're not like you need to branch out into like different things. Like I'm tired of seeing the same old fucking Call of Duty all the time. It's like we get it. It's a shooter. Like it's not that complicated. Like just because you add new features or design doesn't make it any different than the other ones. It's just oh, another fucking copy paste. Another one. Oh yeah. Where all they do is flip assets from the old one. It's like oh, we have this gun already. Let's just make a new one and put it in the game. Yeah. Not have to program anything. And I guess it's fair because video games inherently, like developing, is a huge cost endeavor. Like, think about painting or making a song. You know, you can get those done in a month, weeks even. But a video game, it takes often years to make because you need multiple people. You need the art, you need the program, and you need to tie it all together somehow. When you also notice, too, the video games that are always the best are the ones that take the longest to make. Absolutely. Like look at GTA Five. That took years to come out, and that was a great game. And that's a that's a game that is still growing, yeah. and developing. That was, I think, one of the highest grossing it was, piece of yeah. media ever. If it not was, deep. yeah. It made eighty million within its first week. It's like if you take your time and put a lot of effort into your story, your characters, and all the development, like you're gonna have a good game. But the people who like just rush it out because they want to make more money. That's the issue now. It's 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 how can they we care make about them, monetization. Yeah. And it's like, if you make a good product, the money will come, right? right? Like, and this is something not to get into the trashing section yet. Yeah, that's not, let me, yeah. let me compliment a company that we will later trash. That is something Bethesda got right early on. <laughs> Bethesda created the Elder Scrolls series and up until Elder Scrolls five, they produced quality games that people really enjoyed and they put effort into them and the money followed. Mm-hmm. Like Skyrim is still, yeah. Highly played, and it released. The price is still relatively high for that. It's still it like is. thirty, forty dollars. Yeah, it's it had its dip, but it's it's increased in value since then. It's yeah. still you can still purchase it for forty five bucks or something. That's why if you look at literally any Nintendo game, that's I was just about price. to say that they never drop price because they're quality games because they put time into it. If you put it out there, the money will follow. But now people are just like, well, we could also just produce a half ass yeah. copy and paste of whatever game is yeah. the most popular right now. You know what the worst part is. It's like, even if they don't get as much money, even if they get a quarter of that, it's still profit for them. Yeah, right? absolutely. And so we can pump out four of those in the time they pump out one. And if we're only making a quarter, we've equal them. But yeah. Then again, you look at games like GTA, like how much money have all the Call of Duties combined had to have made it to beat one game? It's like, yeah. why don't you look at that and go, shit, why are we why still doing we, this? Yeah. Yeah. Because they can make, I mean, yeah, it took five years for them to get that game out or however many years it was, but... They still made more money than you could have made with each individual, like you know, project. So it's like maybe you should try, um, just try making something new. Like, yeah, you could take a loss, but at least you're giving it a go. You had like you have the resources, and and lately the the meta of sorts the like has been very multiplayer driven. It's all oh, about yeah. people competing Explain against what people. Meta is okay. Meta is like the current. Um, uh, cliche yeah. of the industry. So beyond it's it's the whenever you refer to a game, it's the game within the game. Yeah. So like yeah. a meta and pokers to get all aces or something like that. Yeah. Um. So like the the current the current trend is very multiplayer focused, mindless, 
constant like I, I, I don't want to say mindless, but it's the kind of thing where it's like a rinse and repeat. Yeah. yeah. You don't progress, you just do the same thing better. Yeah. yeah. And you're not it's getting, sad. Yeah, you're not getting any story. You're like you know, some of these like um single player games are like you know, they're story driven and they're great. You get a great experience, you know. It's like it's like reading a good book, but it's yeah. like this this multiplayer is just like, oh, let me just do the same thing over and and we're all guilty. It makes money. We're all yeah. guilty of it. Yeah. Like we all play multiplayer games that are just wash, rinse, and repeat, but it's like we're doing it together, so it's like we're getting an experience out of it. But we also try, like I've tried several indie games. Like whenever they come out for free, I always nab them. Like that yeah. limbo, the one, the limbo, not limbo, but the other one that came inside. inside that was yeah. great. I loved that. Game. And uh, we were killing it with Enter the Gungeon. Yeah, that's a good game. Mm-hmm. It's like give these games a try. Like you don't have. Sorry. No, no, no it's okay. I, I was look. just pointing because I was thinking. Um, you, Trenton, turned me on to a game. Uh, Thomas was alone. Thomas was alone. Yeah. It's a game comprised of only blocks, and it's a platformer, which means it's two-dimensional, like classic Mario Pac-Man style, um, and it tells a narrative with each level that you defeat, and you feel an emotional attachment to these blocks yeah. that are... Because the narrator does such a fantastic job of like describing them. Yeah. Um, one of the most interesting games I've seen come out, it's a walking similar, but there's nothing wrong with that. Because games inherently, like any other form of art or media, is an experience. So whether that experience has like, ooh, you're going to lean out the cover and shoot the bad guys, you know, or if it's just, I'm going to walk through an art gallery. At the mm-hmm. end of the day, it's still an experience. Yeah. And walking through an art gallery is much like um, the beginner's guide, where it describes the... Um, the kind of like the trial and the pain of making games, like especially as an indie dev, where they describe someone who's terribly broken but has a passion for making games. And the whole game is narrated as you walk through this person's unfinished like projects. And like, this is what this one was supposed to mean. At this point, he started acting really weird, you know, and you just see like this guy's progression, not only developing his skill set, but also his development and like those mental illnesses and those mental pains. But I feel like, I feel like too, like we've also like, as the consoles have upgraded, we've seen, you've seen a dip away from the story. Like, like back in 360, like PS3 days, like there are so many story-based games, like, Oh, like you still had the multiplayer you know, crap, but it was like a lot of story games, but it's like, mm-hmm. I just feel it's like it's harder. And, and the other problem is like these companies don't really advertise their indie games that well. It's no. a lot of just like, Ooh, look at the big new shiny game that, you know, we've, We've made four of, or, you know, it's like... They even do it with their big new shiny games. Like yeah. EA released Titanfall 2 within a week of Call of Duty being released and them releasing Battlefield 1. And it was like, no one's going to experience the little guy yeah. because you're releasing him and the space between your yeah. two giants, your behemoths. Yeah. I mean, I, I'll give it. The behemoths can make money, but it's like... They do make money. They do. They do. That's why they're still around. It's it's kind of it, it really comes back to they're gonna make money regardless, but it's it's way easier for them to copy and paste than it is to put yeah. effort into it. Yeah. Um, you guys want to take a quick break? Yeah, maybe. Sure. Sure. Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's just hop right back into it then. What a long and oh, yeah. fruitful break. 
Yeah, they're always just so wonderful. Like, I always have time to reflect on whatever I want to say next. Yeah, like, it was nice. I wrote a book. You wrote a book? Yeah, and that whole break. Such a long break. But, um... (laughs) Let's uh, let's get into companies we love and hate. So, do we want to start with hate or love first? Uh, that's a hard. Does anyone have a coin on them? Um, no. You can roll a dice if you have the the magic app on your phone. Oh yeah, that's a good. That's even a good number idea. is good, odd numbers bad. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. Hi everyone. We should have done this during the break, but, but we didn't. We just had too much time. Yeah. That we just we kind of lost track. Like, yeah. Yeah, we really did. You know, sometimes it's just. We should do board games and card games on another. All right, odd. Let's just use a blue one. All right, so let's, we're gonna let's bash a company. So who do we want to go after first? Who's the? There's definitely an easiest target right now. Bethesda and a Blizzard are yeah. a hot shit right now. Why don't now. we talk about EA? Okay. EA. Let's start yeah, off small. A, a small one who has done Terrible. some things correct as well. Well, they like did. they've they've had some redemption in the pre in the past few weeks. Right. Months. But the problem is they have to be called out on their shit before before they, they, they do, do it. it. So yeah. like the whole Star Wars thing, like when they first released Battlefront two, it was like. Hey, you want to get better at the game? Spend money. And it was like, uh, uh, and then it took them like two years to fix it. It's like, it's important to recognize too that Battlefront 2 was already a, a pay product. Yeah. Like you bought a $60 game. And mm-hmm. you didn't even get the full game. Like they released like two maps. Like it's Instantly. like, yeah, it's like, why don't you just give us like the whole thing? Like, come yeah. on. Like you already have the, the the basic layout from Battlefield Battlefront 1. You can just copy that, make it look prettier give it new features, and then give us more. Because, like, they're still releasing maps now that, like, we should have had at the start. So right. for those who don't play video games, could you just explain, first of all, what was um, the franchise that was based off of? And second of all, can you explain the loot box issue? Oh, okay. Oh. So Battlefront was uh, an OG one. game yeah. on the, the 360. Was it the 360? No, it was or the, the Xbox One. Xbox not, One. They not remap- Xbox One. Uh, the original xbox yeah. so xbox one is the new xbox the newest xbox and they fucked the naming system yeah so the original the, xbox the original xbox but it was um, a shooter yeah, playstation 2 it was a shooter and you played as the different faction from star wars and the um uh, yeah you'd plan all the different planets and it was so much fun they had like capture the point like all sorts of stuff and they yeah and then battlefront 2 came out and that was like they added a small story in it mode where you play as like the 501st and then uh, they added like lightsaber wielding heroes and i play i spent so much time on that game because it was so much fun but then ea got their hands on it because the lucas film the lucas games company mm-hmm. died and the ea made it and they just like the, the loot boxes are i'll let you talk about loot boxes uh, uh loot boxes them. are scummy they are scummy it's, it's gambling yeah it's, it's gambling. gambling it's gambling uh thinly veiled as like oh you can you know it's a digital item so it's not actually gambling it's still gambling mm-hmm. people pay yeah. Upward, people will pay infinite amounts of money for a digital item. Like these things are hot shit. Whenever you get them, mm-hmm. that's why companies keep pumping them full. And even the the darlings that we talk about, like Apex, they they're still guilty. They're guilty of it. of it. They're very guilty of it. And I understand why, because even though I I realize it's bad, it's it's legitimately gambling. Where you're like, yeah. as soon as you open it, you're like, this one's gonna be the one. And like you see. It's all primed to make you addicted, yeah. right? There's always nice. some flashy light that came out before yep. and then a loud sound yep. that reveals everything you got. So like Apex will shoot off the different colors of rarities you get. And every time you see like a purple or gold, which are the rarest items you can get, you're always like, you always get that hit in your chest mm-hmm. where you're like, man, yeah. I should keep going, right? Well, there's a right way and a wrong way to do it. I think, okay, we're going to bash Blizzard later, but I will say I will commend them for their loot boxes because 
it's kind of hard to figure it to find a screen where you can actually buy them. Like it's not like shoved yeah. right in your face. Like here, look, buy, buy, buy. But yeah. it's like it's hidden. Like you have to go search for it. And uh, they give them out frequently enough that it's worth it. So they yeah. do loot boxes. Feel the right. need yeah. to purchase them. They do yeah. it right, and they Every constantly give you. They constantly give you opportunities. Like with. Like uh, you have like if you win nine games you get three like everyone every day like it resets and if you play tank or healer you'll get a loot box it's like they're constantly giving them to you whereas like companies like EA like you have to buy them like you have to buy them or like Absolutely. like especially with um Apex but like you have to buy them you know yeah. it's the leveling the, at a certain extent is like insane to yeah. get one for free it's yeah. literally just you got to go off the battle yeah. pass at a certain point yeah. it's just even these special event ones you can't get them anymore yeah like you have to buy them. From the shop, and we're talking upwards of ten dollars for a chance to get something yeah, that you want. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah, like it's literally gambling, and I'm pretty sure they've been fired at by like the government for like yeah, they have, they have. for gambling to children. The it, UK government just put out uh, like a statement to their lawmakers, and they're like, "Hey, kids are spending thousands and thousands of dollars on Fortnite and FIFA. You guys should really take a look into this. FIFA is particularly damning because." It not only upgrades the way you play because you unlock players and then you can make teams and different players have different stats. So to get the best teams, you yeah. have to get the best players. But to get the best players, you got to spend money. But FIFA comes out every year. Yeah. Yep. So you got to spend as much money as possible to get the best players to beat your friends at a uh, virtual soccer. And it never used to be like that too. Like It never used to be like, oh, pay more for the game. And that's the other thing EA is super guilty of is uh, giving us half the game and then making us pay for it, the rest later. Like Battlefield 4 was a big... Like a they're they did that was a big one. Like you bought the game, and then if you wanted a lot more, all the all the fun maps, you had to pay another sixty dollars. And I, I did it, and it was like this is ridiculous. Like I'm paying one hundred twenty dollars for your full game. Like I can respect DLC to an extent, but when yeah. you're undercutting your players and then making them pay more, it's like you're scammer. Let's let's be honest. Five maps isn't DLC. It's not. Right. It's something that they most likely most definitely had, had in the game, and then they went. We'll just charge people money later. Put for a it. wall over that and charge people for it. Yeah, over something. See, that's something that I commend about a lot of single-player games. What you see, um, at least what you used to see a couple of years ago with the Fallout, Skyrim franchises, other franchises of the sort, would you would get the the game and it would be a substantial game that yeah. you could yeah. easily sink sixty to seventy to eighty hours, yeah. however long you want into it. Um, and then while that. During the initial release, they would work on fixing problems with the game. And then once the game was steady, they would move on to DLC content. And mm. they would develop another portion of the game and then produce it. But they didn't only never you... did they create them all at the beginning and then chunk it yeah. up. And they yeah. also give you more experience of the game, too. It's not like, here's another map. Have another Absolutely. Map. It was yeah. an entire new story. It was an yeah. entire new world. Mm -hmm. um, and that's something that I miss nowadays. Yeah. Um, but yeah. It's just... I will say one of the nice things about having games as like a platform where you just pay money in it every so often is that they give everyone the content for free. Like Apex and Fortnite just put out two new maps that no one had to pay for. Mm -hmm. You just had to wait for it to come out, which is nice to an extent. Uh, but I would like to see like, oh, you know, um, something like Skyrim used to do or any of the RPG games used to do where it was like, well, we have DLC, but given the point of our game, we have to give more stuff. Like, mm -hmm. if the RPG just wouldn't be fun if it just gave you, like, a new a new little area to go explore, yeah. right? Like, a new castle, and mm -hmm. it's like, okay, 
that's not enough. You, you know, I mean, like Fortnite rolls out updates every single week. It's like they're constantly updating their game and giving players more. It's like, and they're doing it. And it's a free game. Like they're making the money off the skins and shit, but it's a free game. And it's like, there are companies now. Like, all right, I, I didn't want to go into Bethesda rant already, but go for yeah. it. Fallout seventy six. They released full price, and now they're like, hey, do you wanna do you wanna host your own servers or um. I forget what the other, or like have like some sort of single player or something. Um, uh, pay thirteen dollars a month, and we'll let you have it. It's like, dude, you've been fucking up consistently. The 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 goal, what you want to do at this point is make the game free because people aren't going to pay for that shit. Isn't it free now? No, it's no. still not. Okay. It's, it's so still like forty. To explain, Destiny Two went free. Destiny Two went free. To explain to those who don't understand the That's issue with Fallout seventy six. Oh God. There's I would I would try Destiny too. Yeah, uh, it's yeah, a, it Destiny fun. one was good. Robbed uh, after the DLC content of the Destiny. Game. Yeah. yeah, it was so frustrating cause because they put out was... that game and it's like, oh, now we made it good. Yeah, give us another yeah. sixty bucks. Yeah. I'm like, all right, at least make the other one free if you're exactly. going to put out a new one. Like all MMOs do that, where they put out a big expansion and it's like, hey, we made the base game free. You're, you're going to get because hooked. Then you get hooked. Yeah, exactly. They did that with Elder Scrolls Online. It used to be a subscription. Okay. So to explain Bethesda. Fallout 76, um, specifically with Bethesda, Fallout 76 is a multiplayer continuation of the Fallout franchise, which is usually a single-player experience. Um, it's a post-apocalyptic like world that you explore, and it's very like zany and quirky. Yeah, it's 50s fun. Um, Before you get into this, this is a, a good example of a, sometimes when you're doing something, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Like, like exactly, I, I talked about. Well, how, to like, be fair, Fallout Four was pretty broke. I it was, but I mean, like, but so so London, London. I mean yeah. by like your formula, like yeah, it's okay yeah. to expand out into different regions, but this is not what I mean. So by this. the issue being <laughs> is they pitched an online version of Fallout, and so everybody got very excited because it was the same Fallout um, world and that that same. Um, Feeling, vibe, feeling, that yeah. same feeling, that same quirkiness and, and, and personality in the trailer. They yeah, did. they had such a personality to the game, and when you get there, you realize that it is a giant map filled with people who don't care, and it's and there's empty. there were no there were no non-player characters or NPCs, which are which, trying to help people yeah, who aren't video game Fallout players. Fallout is like you know, known for it's it. all built about the Fallout and Skyrim, like Bethesda single-player RPGs are all built around um, discovering characters that Bethesda has created and getting attached to them. And that's truthfully like the bottom line, what you stay for. You become obsessed with the characters because they're interesting and you create your own stories with them because you decide to take them on your adventures mm -hmm. and um, to completely strip the world of characters I need that. Yeah. and to say, well, you guys should be able to provide yeah. enough. Use your imagination. Now. Yeah. Now you can hear that guy who doesn't want to take care of his kids screaming in the <laughs> yeah, background. Yeah. You can hear the, the Spanish radio station in the background <laughs> yeah. because he doesn't have a like mute button. Yeah. His mic. Yeah. yeah. And it's lazy. It's like, yeah, we didn't really feel like creating a new, whole new game. We're like, we're just like, Use your imagination. It's like, no, we're paying you $60 so you can give us something to work with. Yeah, you use your imagination and we pay you <laughs> and for we your imagination. <laughs> yeah, like, what did we pay for? A, a, a copy paste map of like, pretty much. They didn't even change the textures all that much. No. It's like no. the same shit. It was it's, different colors. <laughs> I really feel bad, and we'll get into hopefully this one might be a very long one, but we'll get into how poorly devs are treated mm -hmm. in the industry because Faults, uh, Fallout 76 was interesting because they took a single player. Based engine, which is basically just how the game runs. Think of it as like an engine in a car. Like mm -hmm. you need all the basics, like yeah. you need physics and you it's, need all the interactions and stuff like that. It's the foundation of the game. Yeah. And they went 
hey, take this single player focus thing and make it make multiplayer. It <laughs> and the the B team, little people who are like, we're not even like seventy people strong, were sitting there and they're like, oh fuck, now we have to patch in like some way to allow more people to run around on this piece of shit. Yeah, barely running. Two it barely engine. works in single in yeah. single player. Yeah. Um, I but those games are notoriously glitchy. They are. Oh yeah. And but for the longest time, that was kind of seen as quirky. a quirkiness yeah. to it. But when you start producing things that are going to cost you more money, you expect a certain level of professionalism. Well, not only that, given the current games that are already out that are beautiful, they work well. Like, you why have would a, you waste your time? Well, you have there. a standard to meet up to. Yeah, it's absolutely. literally like they were like, "Oh shit, we kind of need to make a new game." And it's like, oh, people don't really like Fallout Four, so how about we just completely change what we're doing? Let's take it. Same thing. Take away all the characters. Just put other people in there. Oh, that's best. Yeah, that's okay. that's the way to fix it. Um, I'm, I'm curious to know what the developers like that like were thinking when they were pitched this idea. I have an uh, I have Probably, an idea. Fuck me, but I still need a job. Yeah, that. Well, am I also Elder Scrolls Online? Another Bethesda title that also worked with Zenimax, yes. but it was published. It was using Bethesda games. Yeah, they Bethesda allowed it basically, yeah. <laughs> but. It was initially not very successful because it was a subscription-based. It was trying to follow an MMO, which is a massive multiplayer online. Massively multiplayer yeah. online. online game. It's typically RPGs. Yeah. It, it was trying to follow something of like World of Warcraft, yeah. where you pay monthly to be a part of it, and you keep playing, and they keep expanding it, and it wasn't working out. It was not what people were hoping for, which was an Elder Scrolls single-player brought to multiplayer. But they rebranded, they corrected it, they made it free-to-play, once you purchase the game, but then right. it's like free to play, mm-hmm. and the game um, isn't that much anymore. It's, it's like twenty bucks. twenty bucks. Yeah, and now what their monetization is, um, they have the base game, and then the DLC can either be unlocked by purchasing it individually, or you can pay a monthly subscription that gives you all the DLC at all times. And at this point, they have tons of DLC because mm-hmm. they release it almost weekly. Like here's a new dungeon, yeah. here's a new faction to go fight, here's a new weapon. So they're it's in a way strong arming you into buying the subscription, but it is. in that way you get all the free content. Yeah, and you can stop it at any point yeah. in time. It just seems like they don't know how to solve problems. Like literally, their seventy six has just spiraled out of control. Like it what has. was the, the first controversy was not only the the way they changed the game, but then they tried to release like some jacket. And it was like a different quality from what they promised. Oh, yeah. oh, no. Or was no. it a bag or it something? Was a, that was it was supposed to be a canvas bag that you bought with a two hundred dollar version of the game. It was a canvas bag. People got it, and it was nylon. Yeah. Uh, and whenever people asked about it, the sales rep, which I feel bad for, was like, "Yeah, canvas shortage. You know, running out of it." And people were like, "Yeah, really, buddy?" And then they were like, "Okay, we'll make the bags." So they went, and they were like, "Give us your information if you bought it." But notorious, notoriously, Bethesda is known for bugs. Uh, so all the information of all the people were leaked, and you could even change oh, information yeah. on their account. Um, so that didn't go well. And then they were like, okay, we need to make money somehow. Let's release uh, uh, alcohol. That oh, our yeah, brand. That was ugly. I um, saw that. So they made this whole rum. It had this beautiful, like, Fallout themed bottle where it's like a rocket ship. Um, it looked like it was glass yeah, from and, the pictures. And then you get it, and it was just a plastic shell around a rub bottle that didn't even fit properly. So yep. you'd pour out the rum, and it would just overflow. Um, so that was a whole big thing. And mm-hmm. They've just been doing controversy as controversy. Yeah, they're just stepping on themselves. And I think it sucks because they had that taste of success, 
and they were regarded as one of the best companies years yeah, like yeah. a couple and, of years ago. And they got power hungry. And they did. They it was it was a a, a poor choice and they have yet to rectify backtrack. It. Yeah. And they, it helps doesn't help that they have no idea how to handle these situations yet. Like that's something known about just big companies in general, but it's notorious for video games where people get pissed off about something. And then the the not only are the companies surprised about something, very obviously will get people pissed off, like having to pay more money to unlock the rest of the game. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, oh man, how do we rectify it? And they're usually doing like backflips over themselves trying to rectify it, yeah. but they're always stumbling. Mm-hmm. And they somehow always make it worse. Or they'll sla- yeah, yeah, they'll slap out something like, oh, look at this, look at this, distract yourself with this. And it's like, Dude, we see right through your shit. It's like stop. Yeah. But um, um I think that's something with Apex Legends in particular, the first Aww. What was that? Was that it? Did it just happen? You can send it. Oh. Uh, um the the first event that they did. Yeah. Um it was a, a premium event where you were given the the notion, you were kind of fed this notion that you'd be able to unlock certain cosmetics in the game just by playing this new event. And right. then upon arriving, you realize, no, I have to purchase each item, which is only available for a limited amount of time. In a loot box. In a loot box. Yeah. And the loot boxes are seven times the cost of a normal loot box. And I have probably, what was it? There were like 20 items. So yeah. I have. No, 24. There are 24 items. Yeah. So you basically, I, I can't do the math right now. You basically have like a 4% chance. Yeah, the problem is yeah. they don't guarantee you those items. It's like, oh, you got to pull the, spin the wheel. And it's like. You're making people pay this much money and you're not even gonna give it to them. It's like that's bullshit. Like yeah, just let them and that's what they did now. They're they made it so you can see all the skins and then you can be like, I wanna buy that one. Like what I did. Which is how it should be. Let if yeah. they want to spend the money, let them. Don't give it like don't let it on chance. It's just yeah. not fair. Don't let them spin the slot machine yeah. and see if the digital dice mm-hmm. that was rolled ended up coming up to what they wanted. Like I remember whenever that came out, you got two free uh loot boxes of the event and people were posting pictures on reddit and they're like wow i got two voice lines and a in a, a common skin like that was seven dollars worth yeah. right there yeah not even seven because you can't pay the amount directly you can only pay it in certain increments so yeah. if you want to buy a seven dollar thing you can't do that you have to buy a ten dollar thing first and then you can buy the seven dollar thing yeah. with all your ten dollar things it's really crazy to the, the video the digital economy shouldn't work because you're paying for something that that doesn't exist. It doesn't exist, but it does, and it, it's booming because, it, especially yeah. because it's cosmetic. Yeah. That's the thing. None of these enhance gameplay because that yeah. is a problem in and of itself. Yeah, that's, that's the, how they get away with it. That's the problem. It's just like any in-game purchase. Like these did not used to be around when we were kids. Like you got the game, you played the game, you enjoyed the game, and now it's like, well, let's let's just sprinkle in some microtransactions in here, and I'm sure it'll be fine. It's like, and yeah. people pay for it too. It's like, what are you doing? It's it's, I, I there is. I will do it. I will say. Absolutely, I, me too. Yeah. I will buy skins if I like it and I think it looks cool. Particularly if it's a game like Fortnite or Apex free, yeah. where it's free. But uh, that is a consenting adult. I don't think it should be, be targeted towards child. children. Yeah. And what, what doesn't not. help either is like you see the YouTubers are, and they're like, plug my creator code. Yeah. And like they buy every single skin and like, hey guys, plug my creator. Look at this really cool skin. It's only available for a limited yeah, time. Yeah, it's like, if you want to support me, buy this skin. It's like, you're not helping the problem. No, you're not You're at just all. making it worse. Like, oh, Ninja has a skin. I have to have it. It's like, no. I would like to compliment, because we've been going pretty hard. Before we get into Blizzard. the Blizzard of Blizzard. Um, Spam this lizard or protest Blizzard. <laughs> I would like to compliment 
uh, a small game, um, Warframe, which is how I believe every gaming company should monetize. Warframe is a free-to-play game, and it is a grinder. Um, it's a, a looter shooter. Mm-hmm. So the concept is, if you want something in the game, everything is... Um, attainable. Attainable. You just have to... You're you Instead of paying for money, you're paying in time. Yeah. You are... It's randomly generated every single time you beat a mission, what drops. And if you don't get it on that drop, because there's a 2% chance of it dropping, you got to do it 100 more times and hope that you get it. Or you can purchase anything in the game if you choose to. And what's amazing about that is it doesn't restrict you. You don't have to buy it if you don't want to. You can get everything in the game if you want. Mm-hmm. If you have, And if you make friends in the game who are already high level, they can walk you through it. You can have it in two hours. Yeah. Um, Reward the players for working hard. They do. And they also give you the option. And that's something where I used to play that game a lot and i like it to buy a frame which is like there's like 35 and they all have different abilities and it's basically, basically what characters you play. to buy a character it would be about 20 dollars, depending um the prices will fluctuate uh due to popularity so if one is like super unpopular they're not going to charge you 20 dollars for it because no one will buy it anyway so the it'll be it's 10 dollars. so i would save up I would put $5 aside every week, and at the end of the month, I would buy myself a frame because I really enjoyed the game. It was free, and they're constantly working to update it, and I appreciate them. There's nothing – the what you pay for is what you get. There's absolutely zero chance involved, and that's what I really appreciate. Um, one thing I will compliment Apex Legends on in particular is that it's very easy to get an in-game currency that allows you to buy the new characters, and they don't put out – they don't oversaturate it. Like every season, there's a new character. And if you play like even a minute amount of time during that season, you'll have enough mm-hmm. of the in-game currency yeah. that you don't pay for to and, buy the character. And Fortnite does that too, which they put a lot. Like if you get the battle pass, it's like, all right, just pay a little bit of money and then you get all these rewards. And it's like, we, you can get the next one for free. It's like, yeah. I'll compliment them on that. They know what they're doing. like, And they're doing a, a good job of it. Like I said, there's a little too much monetization going on with it, but... Like they do reward their players for I mean, for playing the game. You have the battle pass in Fortnite, and Ty and I both have the battle pass in Apex. Yeah, yeah, it works. It's it a good strategy, it and it it doesn't feel maybe we're getting screwed at the end of the day because it is just inherently you know uh, digital, but it doesn't feel like it. Yeah, and it I doesn't. think that's the that's the important distinction. Well, it's because you're working for that. And, stuff. Yeah. and at the end of the day, we are paying for a set. Uh, a set selection of goods. Yeah. It's not like we pay $10 Random. and then every time we level up in the battle pass, we randomly get something. Yeah. yeah. We know that if we work our asses off after purchasing this and we get up to a certain level in the game, we'll get that we're going to get yeah. this thing. Yeah. And that is what makes it worth it. And a yeah, lot and of times, especially in Fortnite, Apex has been getting better, but the battle pass is almost always like a good deal in Fortnite because they put a lot of good shit. They do put in a there. lot of good mm-hmm. shit in there, like a couple skins, a lot of V Bucks. It's like you're getting your money's worth, and you have the choice to buy it because you can see what's go like what you're getting. Like if you say, "Hey, I don't really like the characters or anything in this battle pass," you don't have to buy it, and that's what's nice about it. But yeah. like with the loot boxing, it's like you have no idea what you're gonna fucking get. You're gonna right. spend ten dollars, and who knows? Maybe you'll get something good. Maybe you won't. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but uh. I, I will, yeah, like I said, I will give Fortnite the, the they do good. Like they, they the, the what impresses me the most is they're constantly working and they listen to their audience. That's 
I feel like that's a problem that not a lot of companies are willing to do is listen to their audience. Speaking about listening to their audience. Oh boy, are we gonna hop into this one? Let's do, do it. Do you want to? I don't care. Let's, Let's go. I said we can get another 20 minute segment in here. I could talk all day about this. Why don't you begin? Uh, I'll lay the foundation. I'll spin you a yarn about a tale of a, a multi-million dollar company, if not multi-million. American. Multi-million American company. We're talking whole cold card USD, baby. The sweet dollar dollar bills. They made some of the most popular games like World of Warcraft. All time. One of the most popular games of all time. Yeah. Hands down. They made so much money back in the day. So they also have another game based off World of Warcraft called Hearthstone. It's a card game. Uh, let's not kid ourselves. All card games are scam. Yeah. But they're fun to play, so we play. We personally like to play Magic a lot. Yeah. Uh, and maybe we'll do that in a whole separate episode where we just cover board games and tabletop games in mm-hmm. general. Uh, but so they have tournaments for this card game. Oh, I, th- I thought. Oh, this was. I thought it was Overwatch for some reason. No, it was. It, it was in Hearthstone. Oh, okay. Um, and a gentleman, I think he's from Taiwan, actually, um, made a statement. After winning. After winning the whole tournament, so it was a big deal. He was given a stream, and he... He's from Hong Kong. He, he's from Hong Kong? Mm-hmm. Okay. thought he was from I'm Taiwan. just reading to make sure. All right. So he's from Hong Kong. His name is... He goes by Blitzchung. Blitzchung. He's Norway Chung. So he first got on... Let's um, talk about Hong Kong's a shithole right now. He first got on stage whenever he was wearing Hong Kong protest gear. So he was wearing a gas mask, like a respirator, and goggles. And the casters like gave him the floor for like two minutes towards the end of the stream. Mm-hmm. And he ripped off his mask and he said, uh, liberate Hong Kong, revolution of our age. And that was enough for Blizzard to shit themselves. Oh my they God. had a well, they had a little aneurysm. Well, it's important to note that Blizzard makes a lot of its money from China. Like, for example, like the most recent, the World of Warcraft movie, the reason that that actually was any what successful was because China, how like almost all of their viewers were from China. And China buys a lot of their products. They like World of Warcraft. They like Overwatch. It's like, but they decided to, um, what, do you want to read what they did to him? Yeah, sorry. I'm trying to figure it out. They right took now. all his money. They took all of his money. They banned him from, uh, from the game like competing competitively for a year. year and then they banned both the casters indefinitely yeah. uh and it's actually a very sad video you can find a video of one of the casters crying because he's like they took away my livelihood and you want to know this if you're someone from even outside the video games but even if you're in video games like if you're not in esports it's very hard to get a casting position mm-hmm. it's almost like the same thing it's the same thing as an announcer and like football or Formula One, or baseball, or something like that, where you're paid to commentate on the game. Yeah. Uh, these two guys, they worked their asses off to get to like the highest point they could, where they're literally doing one of the most popular tournaments for Blizzard, uh, and they got banned indefinitely from yeah. something they couldn't control. Yeah. Someone saying. Yeah. Uh, they since gave the guy his money back, but he, I'm pretty sure he's still banned. But like the big for prob- six months, the yeah. big problem that people are upset with Blizzard is is because it's an American company. You would think that they'd follow American ideals, and one of our ideals is freedom of speech. Mm-hmm. And so, a lot of people are condemning Blizzard for suppressing that that man's free speech. And what is worse is their responses to all of the frustration given by their fan base. Is they pretty much said, "We don't care." Yeah. yeah. Um, and that's yeah. Yeah, it's 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 bullshit. It's like you know, 
you're, yeah, you're we get it you you get a lot of money from china but like come on like this is like an issue that's going on this man you know worked really hard to get to where he was just and he you know how much money he got blizzard you know just by playing and competing in that like very official very high class tournament and then for him them to just strip it all away from yeah. him because they he made a statement that he doesn't like about a uh, <laughs> about a problem that's very serious. very serious for the people of Hong Kong, where they're mm-hmm. they're talking about that China can come in and take people out of Hong Kong, which is a free state, and take them to mainland China, where they can basically do whatever the fuck they want to them. Yeah. I don't know if you know this about China, but they like to make certain people disappear. <laughs> and for the people of Hong Kong, that's very scary, because that's like they're putting their grubby hands yeah. into what was a free state. Yeah, but anyway, Blizzard pretty much panicked and was like, "Let's just shut this shit down because, God forbid, we you know we take a we take a hit for the, whatever game they're releasing next, which is probably gonna be Overwatch 2. It's like, it's 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 shitty because they pulled a business move and uh, rather than care about their fans and their players, they're like, "Yeah, fuck them. We're just gonna we care about the money." Which again, a big problem in today is that companies only give a shit about money. And I think it reflects the trend of video gaming reaching mainstream. In the way of uh, companies used to not be able to afford that because video games were so niche or niche, depending on your pronunciation. But they were so they were such a small community that a significant portion of people saying we don't like the way that you were running your business is enough to Shut throw them, them off. Yeah, yeah. and uh, you see that in 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 you know in historical context. But now video gaming is such a lucrative industry. Yeah. They've got the It's money. also they very mainstream care. too. It's, yeah. it's right. mainstream at this point. People watch it like sports. People yeah. get together and watch esports. Yeah. And um, particularly in the Asian countries. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh yeah. Market. And a lot of like a lot of Blizzard players are. I mean, if you, I don't know if you've ever seen like Overwatch League, but like a lot of them are Asian. You know, yeah. it's like it's very popular. It's not like Counter Strike where most people are European. Yeah. So it's like they knew that they were gonna. They had the potential to lose a lot of assets for suppressing them because of the Chinese government and shit. And they still met, they still did it. And it's like, you're American. Like, you know, you shouldn't be support. Like they're supporting. Hold them. up American values. Yeah. yeah. Uh, upstand. Yeah, exactly. If yeah. anything, you're by doing that, you're supporting the exact opposite yeah. of mm-hmm. American values, Yeah. which is, Hey, don't say anything because <laughs> say anything. Americans are very contrarian where they're like, yeah, if we don't like the president, we're going to, dress him up as a baby and parade him outside the white house or in china you compare the president to what yeah Yeah. you could put a gulag winnie the pooh is banned now and (laughs) and you can't take the the fucking subway anymore Mm because your your social credit score is too low why would anyone from america ever want a system like that the people in china don't even want a system like that yeah it's ridiculous um karma in a small way got them but again with such a huge company it's, it's a drop in the bucket um just recently actually today as a matter of fact um i'm really interested our time mitsubishi oh, yeah. motors of taiwan uh retracted its sponsorship of blizzard esports events Ooh. well tomorrow's blizzcon so i'm really interested to see how that event plays out yeah um just to see like i mean not tomorrow for we're recording on a thursday yeah so tomorrow's uh, the the first so that's BlizzCon, and I'm excited. I'm interested to see how that turns out with every all the shit they're getting mm-hmm. right now. Mitsubishi is actually a really good point because they also pissed off a lot of Japanese people who support Hong Kong. A lot of other Asian countries outside of China actually really want Hong Kong to succeed yeah. because China is the dominant power in Asia, and 
all the other Asian countries are worried about the influence spreading. Yeah. You know, they already, China already supports, you know, countries like North Korea, who, I don't know if you know this, but North Korea is known for kidnapping Japanese citizens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like there is the only stake here that Blizzard has is China. Yeah. That's it. They just want that country. And it's, it's, it's money grubbing. And, but in a way I understand it, but their response to it was the worst. They even put out a statement in China, Chinese that said, we will uphold the values of China and its nation at all costs. Jeez. And it's like, who are you? What side are you playing on? Right. You can't bat on both sides of the field, yeah. buddy. Jeez. All right. Yeah. Well, we've got a lot of hating. So let's, um, let's maybe turn around and just talk about some games and companies that we like. Um, I'll start um, like- Minecraft. Great fucking game. Yeah. One get one payment, get it all. And it's great. And it's they're using it in schools now, which is amazing. It's like are, yeah. it's Legos. It's innovative and it's it's such a great game. Like we spent we spent hours, hours playing Minecraft, like because it's just it's fun. Like it's a um a catalyst for social interaction, I yeah. would say. And creativity. And creativity. And okay, so as as a nerdy bio bio major, um, I also appreciate that lately they have been taking a turn for conservation. And um, using their platform to try and teach kids the importance of certain organisms on this planet. Um, if you look at a few of the updates that they've released lately, um, they've had uh, sea turtles. They've had they're adding bees to the game. They've had dolphins, and they've had uh, great green macaws. They've, polar bears. Polar, polar bears. bears. Yeah. Try and it. the way that players interact with them, it's a dumbed down version, but you can negatively harm them. And doing so doesn't have a benefit. For yeah, you. you don't get anything out of killing Which, them. It, it, it's a small thing to kind of instill this notion of like uh, protection over over damage. You bring up you the know? sea turtles. You actually have the opportunity to gain something if you get them to breed. Yeah. If you get them to breed, but if you injure them, nothing. Nothing. Happens. Yeah. Um, and the bees. Um, that I'm excited because bees. I was reading about this, and they're doing a lot to try to make it realistic. Um, they increase your crop production. Or yeah. Whatever. Oh, that's awesome. If you have them around and if you take good care of them, they teach kids about the procedure of if you're a beef, uh, a hive, beehive, is it farmer? A hive? It's yeah. Uh, hive beekeeper. Farmer. That's the name for it. Beekeeper? If you're, if, a bee, if you're a beekeeper, like using, um, a safe form of smoke as a way to, um, Incapacitate. incapacitate them harmlessly. Yeah. Like you can do that in the game yeah. and then they're fine. If you damage one or if they sting you they die and it's like they made the yeah. the death crazy. really cute but really sad yeah. so like i'm hoping it instills this this it, they're using it as a way of learning and a way of promoting positive uh lessons and positive things that we should know right what about you what game what game do you uh, want to commend here oh, fuck. it's hard to say what game in particular i want to commend because it's more so about a company. Yeah. Okay. Which company? Um, CD Projekt Red. And that's because they are based in um, the Eastern Bloc of mm-hmm. Europe. So Poland, like Czechoslovakia, stuff like that. Um, they don't have a lot of money, or at least they didn't, their studio, whenever they were making The Witcher. Um, and what they would do is they literally take laptops and just move from like public space to public space. And they talked about how Anytime they would cross a checkpoint, they always had to hide their stuff because they were worried that a corrupt official was going to come and take, uh, like, their equipment to make games with. And obviously, that's their whole, like, livelihood. That's their, yeah. that's their dream. That's their love. 
And that's, I really have to commend them for that because if your heart and soul wasn't in like that industry, you wouldn't go through the pains of all that, of like staying up late at night at like Mm -hmm. a gym. Absolutely. Work programming on a laptop and like building assets on a laptop, which is a nightmare. Um, And then every time you travel, have to worry about getting everything stolen from you. You know, (laughs) there were much easier routes and they Mm -hmm. didn't take it. So that's why even if, you know, Cyberpunk 2027 or 2027? 2077. 2077. I was really confused by that. Uh, comes out and it's terrible. I'm still going to buy it. Yeah. You know, uh, it's Absolutely. not, it's not going to stop me. They go through great lengths to not only adapt their culture, like the Witcher is very heavy on uh, Eastern European folklore, like the Baba Yaga's in there. Baba Yaga. Um, but that's that's my little darling. Yeah. At least no really games besides Minecraft, but definitely CD Projekt Red. Well, you, I have one, and I I currently have a, a love hate relationship with it. But it was something that I discovered over the summer, and I, I the only reason I dislike it is because of the people who play it. As um, with most games, No Man's Sky. Oh yeah. Is uh, every time I would stop my my session of play i felt like i had discovered something profound that i had learned something about myself and i'm not sure if i actually did but it, it it's a it's a it's a procedurally generated galaxy yeah where you stumble upon planets that have never been discovered before and organisms that have never been discovered before isn't it like an infinite amount too and it, yeah it's infinite and you it's the excitement of landing on a planet for the first time and seeing something you've never seen before is truly spectacular. And then the story. What if I got the game to play with you? Tom? I would absolutely play with you 100%. But the story is also incredibly compelling. And I did not notice that at first. I, I thought it would be dumb. Like it, it felt as though like exploration is obviously the point yeah. of this game. Why would I waste my time with some story that's meant to be a tutorial? But it actually ended up being the yeah. most compelling thing. And now when I'm entering the game, because of the ending, um, I feel a, a strange sense of melancholy. There's a there's a sadness to it because of how I know the it, you learn the um, the nature of the of that universe. Yeah, um, it's also very important to say that, uh, particularly something I love about No Man's Sky is that it doesn't draw from you know the stereotypical like 80s sci-fi or anything like that but it's very much like 50s based like you go in and there's all these items 50s sci-fi is all about not knowing like in star trek they arrive at something and they're like fuck what is that man Mm -hmm. and then like some transcendent being like comes and then busts them out of something and that's what i love about no man's sky where it's very much the we don't know what the hell is going on and there's all this weird shit like the atlas that like coming into the game you have no idea what it is and very much like destiny i don't know if you're ever told what it is or if it just exists to exist yeah in no man's sky no man's sky you are told at the end they have since uh developed the story to a point um and I, i if you if you were ever looking for a casual gameplay experience of just exploring and seeing the worlds if you're if you're the kind of person who likes to take really cool photos that's a cool thing to do if cool photos yes but not casual because there are times where you land on a planet it's like 
oh man, it's overflowing with lava and I'm going to die in two seconds. Yeah, yeah, there are times where you just land and it's like the radiation here is coming in through the ship. You need to leave. <laughs> like there's no safety. But, um, yeah, but, yeah. A lot of good games out there. It's hard. I I feel like we haven't even gotten into Enter all the Gungeon. Everything. Oh. Yeah. I feel like we haven't even gotten into everything, like all the shit, but Terraria. You know, we're getting pretty. Uh, we are getting a little far in. Yeah. So but, um, um, what would you CSGO. what would you say to kind of wrap up video games? Play video games. Play video games. Or, you know, yeah, you know, check out people's streams. Like you can always find out about the game before you buy it if you want to give it a try. Like right. there's plenty of videos. Like some people, some people don't listen to those videos or they're friends when they tell them not to buy anything. But if you're like worried about money just wait until uh it, it'll drop yeah it's just, like buying a car just wait until the new generation comes out and then buy the older generation yeah absolutely give them a try it's and i in today's society it's so easy to find someone else who has one yeah and yeah. at least in the circle of people who play games i will say gamers that i know we would love to sit down and play with you yeah i have just as much enjoyment playing the game as i do watching somebody experience yeah. it for the first time yeah. if you want to watch us play like we do stream every once in a while, <laughs> either on Mixer or shameless uh, self-promotion. It's, it's, for I'm just, no, too, I'm just saying. For us, I'm just saying. Him. Like, if we want to all play together. Like, I stream on Mixer at Stacks zero nine nine, and on Twitch at Stacks nine nine. You didn't even pull a Ninja. Stacks. You just you just sold out and did both. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I, it doesn't matter. But I think, yeah, you know, <laughs> how much did they pay you to go to Mixer? A lot. I'm just kidding. Well, it's because it's like it's it's better like. Streamlined for console. It's streamlined right? for console, so it's it's a lot nicer. But um, yeah. So thank you guys so much for listening. Yeah. Um, we would love to hear what. Thank you, of... Ty's mom. Thank, thank you, you, Ty's mom. Thank you, Ty's mom. Why'd you say thank you, Ty's mom? Thank You're you, Ty. <laughs> thank you, mom. Um, love you. I so... want to see more baby photos of Ty. Oh God. Um, they. Elvis Presley over here. If you guys want to tell us about your video game experiences or tell us. Uh, that, that episode was kind of dumb. Maybe don't maybe don't do that yeah. anymore. We want your feedback. Let us know. We have an Instagram. Isn't that crazy? What's your Instagram again? Uh, Get Stoked Podcast. Get Stoked Podcast on Instagram. So just give us a call out. And, you know, thank you so much for listening to another episode of Get Stoked. Get Stoked. God damn it.